Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Well, pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's do it. Friday edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting back on the road today. Spend a lot of time on the road, don't we? Luke? Yeah, we do. We're at the Marion County Development Partnership in Columbia. Just always love being down here. It kind of kicks off the Christmas season for us. We're here to talk to you today about the Columbia Winter Wonderland Festival. That's uh, going to be starting up here very shortly. If you haven't been down here at Christmas, uh, something that you really need to do. It's uh, probably, if not the best uh, Christmas festival in the state, right there at the top. Coming into downtown Columbia, and you look, they've got the the ice skating rink set up. And I'll tell you what, like I'm, Lauren doesn't decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving um, because I'm that guy, you know. Right. But I'll tell you what. Pulling into downtown Columbia, spirit. I was singing some Christmas carols underneath my bread. It doesn't happen before Thanksgiving for Luke Johnson, but I t- it did today. I told Lori Watts, who's the president of the American County Development Partnership, that uh, every year I see her, I get in the Christmas spirit because we're we're down here in Columbia. And by the way, she'll be joining us a little later to talk about it. She has All, an interesting way of that she's going to do her picks she's today. She's going to do football picks with us today, and she will be the first guest we've ever had. With this approach. With this approach, she will pick the teams by the font of their jerseys. Scary Gary will also be picking with us later on. What I've been told is we need to let him pick first because his history is he's very good at picking losers. Losers, correct. Uh, Lori told me she really liked the Tennessee Titans, but she couldn't go for them last night. The font just didn't settle. Forget Derrick Henry. Forget Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) It's the font that gets you. All right. Scary Gary's wandered around. Alex is over there eating pizza, and uh, we want to talk about Joe Rocco's Brooklyn-style pizza opens tomorrow officially uh, here in Columbia. I'm watching Gerard's reaction right now. Oh, Gerard's Gerard's locking it down, too. It's good. Everybody's eating the uh, Joe Rocco's Brooklyn-style pizza. Opens tomorrow. They're very kind to send us a sample up here. And, Lori, delicious. I mean, it's uh, really good. I mean, these guys are from the north, too, so. From New York. There you go. Is that right, New York? Yeah. So we had sausage and cheese, and we had Mm. pepperoni. I, I may or may not have sampled all three flavors. Well, right. and we we're we're available to come back next Friday too, Lori. If uh, if the Joe Rocco's uh, Brooklyn Pizza is showing up, we kind of show stuff. up where the food's at, right? But uh, yeah, here today in the home of, uh, of course, Walter Payton, Columbia not playing uh, this year. They got put out last year. Remember uh, when we when we were down here last year, we were talking to Chip Builder back and how cool it was. They had the Christmas parade in downtown Columbia, and the football team had just won the state championship at right. the Rock, and they right. got to be. In that Christmas parade, but beautiful football facility yep. here in Columbia. 
absolutely no about that. Uh, we're going to have uh, be talking about high school football here in just a few minutes with uh, Willie's. Lori's going to join us uh, later in the show because we do want to talk about uh, this festival down here. Is great. I- I'll say this before we move on, and I told her that this morning. My wife and I came down here uh, last year. She, Lori was very kind, kind of made some special arrangements for for me last year. and we. So she does we, that for senior citizens. Well, so. yeah, and Alda had just undergone some medical stuff. So anyway, uh, so we're down here, and there's a part of the ceremony where angels appear on the roofs of the buildings all downtown. I got to tell you, dude, it'll give you chills. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. The angels are just awesome. Good so stuff. Talk more about that. Let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen tomorrow night. Southern Miss going to entertain the University of South Alabama. Kane Womack, a Southern Miss guy, brings his uh, South Alabama team 8-2 and two, uh, into the rock to face Will Hall, 5-5. Five and five. Looking hard to try to get that sixth win and uh, get back in the bowl picture. We both agree the Golden Eagles have a chance, can win the game, capable of winning the game, can't afford any mistakes, got to play really good. Trey Lowe will start. And so just looking at the numbers, so South Al is better. No, no, no. I, I did it again, no, didn't no, I? No, remember now. Well, I, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm actually fulfilling Marshant Kenny's no, deepest no. Uh, South Alabama. Request. Remember you were the correct. University of South Alabama. Yeah, I didn't even. So anyway, offensively, they are they've outgained the Golden Eagles by about a hundred yards. They're averaging four twenty eight a game. Defensively, they're allowing eighty yards less <laughs> than the Golden Eagles. So where they're really good, they're really good on the uh, on the on the rushing defense, allowing less than ninety yards a game. So it could be one of those games, though, that, that uh, you, you, you put it on Trey Lowe. As he saw last week, he was able to, to beat Coastal in the secondary, and, and we were talking earlier in the car on the ride over here. I, I think it's an opportunity for a, a great game for uh, for Ty Mims, Jason Brownlee, and to get Caston back involved in the offense. They're probably going to try to take away Brownlee on the outside, mm-hmm. but it's a game where you can exploit uh, you know some of that double coverage by getting some single matchups. Even Cavallo. I mean, we 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 saw last week uh, low check down to the to the tight end. So I think there's an ability to do that. Golden Eagles um, last week after you know Lowe's performance, averaging uh, over 200 yards in the passing game, only 110 yards in the rushing game. Seven and a half point underdog right now. Which eight and two against the five and five. I mean, that's almost a, a little right. generous on the line. I think. No surprise, South Alabama plays good defensively. Kane Womack was the defensive coordinator at Indiana, great defensive player here, and the son of Dave Womack, one of the legendary uh, defensive coordinators, not only here but at other other schools. So he he grew up learning about defensive football, and he shows up when you watch South Alabama play. Yeah, I mean, he knows. We, we had him on earlier in the week. He knows all about the rich tradition at Southern Miss, and uh, he actually showed earlier in the week you know his team some some stuff for for with the history of Southern Miss. Big tomorrow too, though. I mean, Southern Miss fans right now. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, it's going to be 51 at kickoff. It's about an 18 to 20 percent chance of rain. The wind's not going to blow about four miles an hour. This is not a game where you say, "Well, you know, we're not going to go because it's going to rain all afternoon." Right. Like Golden Eagles need you in the rock. It's Senior Day tomorrow too. This is the last time the Eagles will play in the rock this season. Been quite a journey for the seniors on this football team. They've seen the bad, 
they're really beginning to see the good now, and uh, you would hope that a lot of people uh, show up to wish these kids well. It'll be, you know, guys that have been, uh, you know, in this program for five years. You talked to Kwiwan earlier in the week. He's been here three years. But guys like Dalen Gill and Tylen Knight, I mean, both those guys came from Ole Miss. They they play one season in Hattiesburg, but they believed in what this team could be. They believed in this coaching staff. And uh, Golden Eagles still have an opportunity Tomorrow, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be a challenge for the secondary defensively. But I'm telling you, LaDamian Webb is is the real deal. I mean, he started at, at Florida State two years back. I watched him play at Jones two years. Crazy way he went. Uh, Jones, Florida State, Jones, now he's at South Alabama. And uh, with a, probably a couple carries tomorrow, he'll be over 1,000 yards. But the key is going to be how can continue to, how can uh, – Trey Lowe in the second week, maybe the the playbook gets open just a little more. How do they mix the super back in? Because I thought the super back complemented Trey Lowe really well last week, right. as we saw him, you know, use a little more than what they have. So the Golden Eagles went on the road, almost beat a team that's now nine and one, going to play for the conference championship, Coastal Carolina. How do you size up South Alabama? compared to Coastal Carolina? Well, the thing with Coastal is it's a hard nut nut to crack with their offense. But once Austin Armstrong cracked it, they shut it down. So, you know, the the concepts with that triple option spread offense, once they figured it out, that was was no more. It just took them 17 points to figure it out. Tomorrow's going to be, I'm not sure if we get down 17 to nothing, can we come back like we did? Um, Because... Major Applewhite, of course, a good offensive mind. Everybody remembers him at Texas. He was head coach at Houston. So Golden Eagles are going to have to, if they come out and give a touchdown, they're going to have to stop the bleeding right then and not let it go later into the ballgame. Um, I could see tomorrow be really crucial where Hall wins the toss and takes takes the ball and has a, tries to have a methodical 13, 14-play drive, trying to knock you know six, seven, eight minutes off and limit their possessions because I think that will be key tomorrow too. But the defense, to your point, what you said Monday was the biggest turning point in that Coastal game, the defense can't fall asleep on an offensive possession for South Alabama. Like, you know, you look up three or four plays, 70 yards, they score. You, you just can't you, you can't have that tomorrow. After shutting them out for, right. you know, a couple of quarters, yeah. So five and three at one point, now five and five. A lot of pressure building on Coach Hall? Um, I still think, like, if we, if we, you know, get in an airplane and fly over this thing at 30,000 feet, I think people would be happy at five and five in year two, you know? I mean, I think people need to get perspective. The three-game winning streak kind of – it was like those expectations that we had when we came into the season last year. Oh, this is an eight, nine-win team, you know, and right. you look up and we're just mad at the world. I think uh, the three-win winning streak got us to where, oh, this team can, you know, they win eight games. Well, again, two games left, you're at 500. Five and seven doesn't cause you to doubt Will Hall. Six and six makes you feel – Good seven and five, you're ecstatic. So seven and five, you're pretty happy. You you feel amazing. All right, we're gonna be back uh, here in Columbia. Alex just finished the Joe Rocco's Brooklyn style pizza. Are we getting a thumbs up on this, Alex? It's uni- It's unanimous in the building. Listen to this music from Michael Mergens. What is this? This is rocking around the Christmas it's tree. Christmas. Well, that's because we're in Columbia, and we're gonna be talking about the Columbia Winter Wonderland. Next, we're gonna talk high school football with Will Lee. Stay with us on the yard.
Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Super Talk Eagle Hour back on the road today. We're in uh, Columbia at the Marion County Development Partnership uh, down here to uh, help kick off the Columbia Winter Wonderland. Great, great Christmas uh, event that takes place here every year. The ice skating downtown starts tomorrow. Uh, the entire the entire program runs from November 19th through December 31st. But ice skating starts tomorrow, November 25th. Will be the lighting of uh, downtown Columbia. Pretty spectacular if you haven't seen that. December the third will be the Christmas parade. They have a New Year's Eve downtown concert with Chapel Heart scheduled for December 31st. So other than that, not much nothing, going nothing on. Nothing else going on in Columbia. Now. That's right. All right, plenty going on around the state tonight. High school football uh, playoffs continue. Second round for 1A, 5A, and 6A schools. Third round for second uh, for 2-3 and uh, 4A schools. Uh, we go to our expert, Will East, co-host of the Super Talk High School scoreboard every Friday. All right, Will, this is uh, – the time of the year that it gets really good. Am I right about that? This, this is the most fun night of the year, typically. Uh, there's no way to like say that, hey, this game is that much better than this game. They're, from top to bottom, all these games are really good, and they're going to be good throughout. And you'll have some surprises tonight. Uh, we've got some, some teams that I didn't think would be this far, but they're, they're here, and you've got some teams that you, know, you expect to go on to the next round who – they're going to face some struggles tonight. That's how good all of these games are from 6A to 1A. Plus, of course, MAIS is having state championship games uh, today, and they'll have some tomorrow as well. But uh, in 6A, guys, it's just it's jam-packed. You've got four games, okay? And all four of them are, are fantastic. 5A, four games. All, they're all fantastic. Um, there's not one that I'm going to highlight in any particular order. I'm just going to start at the top and work my way down. Startville at Clinton, Startville is not supposed to be here. They had a very slim, very small chance to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs. Then they got matched up with an undefeated South Haven team, and they won big time last week. And now they got to go on the road and play Clinton, a team that beat them just a few weeks ago by seven points. So that's a really good game. You've got Madison Central at Tupelo. Tupelo's undefeated, the top team in 6A right now, most people think. Versus the defending 6A state champ, Madison Central, going to be going on the road on that beautiful blue turf of Tupelo's. This is a monster game. This is an incredibly fun game. If this game had happened anywhere in the middle of the season like it did a few weeks ago, it was the biggest game in the entire state. Um, Tupelo won that game against Madison Central. Madison Central has looked a lot better the past couple of weeks. Then you've got Warren, on the south part of 6A, you've got Warren Central at Brandon. That's another rematch. Last time, Brandon went over to Warren Central, and they won, but it was an incredibly close game. And in high school football, the saying always goes is that it's difficult to beat the same team twice in one year. So Warren Central, who's now 10-1, Brandon 10-1. Brandon has allowed a lot of points recently. They're going to be hosting Warren Central tonight. I think this is going to be an incredibly fun game. And then, I, I, I can't again. I can't rank these any any better than the others. But Oak Grove at Ocean Spring, Oak Grove, the you know six A powerhouse that they've become over the past decade, and then Ocean Spring, the team that is undefeated, eleven and zero. And this is a rematch from last year. Oak wow. Grove beat yeah. Ocean Springs by seven last year to end Oak Grove's season in the second round of the playoffs. And Oak Grove kind of brought every uh, Ocean Springs kind of brought everybody back. And you know in the South part they've or in the coast, I should say, 
They've been the team to watch this year. Can they get past Oak Grove? There's just so much going on here. Ocean Springs is one of those teams, every time I think of them, I get mad at Nick Saban because Bray Hubbard was a Southern Miss baseball commit, and then Saban offered him to play defense. Correct. And he's going to play yeah. football. Safety, if I'm yeah, he's going to safety. play play safety. Right. Another Southern Miss fans uh, will uh, need to keep their eyes on Brandon Luke Rogers, Will Rogers' younger brother, a big offensive lineman. He's a Southern Miss commit, big part of that that offensive line. But I'm I'm five A. I'm going to be down uh, fifty nine South tonight. West Jones on the road at Picayune. Of course, uh, Mustangs went to Picayune a few years back, and this is how they were able to, to win a state championship. But, man, you got the the 2,000-yard uh, tandem of Chris Davis and uh, Dante Dowdell that the Mustangs will have to uh, to put up with tonight. Yeah, Picayune's on a roll. Uh, they're 12-0. That Laurel game last week was one of the closest games they've played this season. Uh, they just... The thing that everybody concentrates on with Picayune is the run game, and Dante Dowdle and those guys, and that, deservingly so, they're uh, maybe the most formidable um, duo of running backs there is in the entire state. Uh, but the defense is what stood out to me with with Picayune. There's only been one game, and that was their game against Gaucher a couple of weeks ago, where they allowed double-digit points. There may be one other game where they allowed 10 points, but other than that, it's been seven points here, nine points here, seven points there, and that's the thing that nobody really concentrates on with Picayune. And I think that'll be really, you know, can West Jones slow down? I don't think you can stop them. Can you slow down Picayune's run game somewhat? And then can you score points? That's the big question there. So that's a big game in 5A South. You've also got Van Cleve at Gauche. The top rusher in the state is it Van Cleve, the top passer in the state? Is it Gaucher? They're going to play again. This is another rematch. They're going to play <laughs> yeah. tonight, and that should be a lot. I feel sorry for the scoreboard operator in that one because this is going to be a lot of points. Because Van Cleve uh, put, I, I put Hattiesburg out last week. So Van Cleve was again? a four, and they put out a region champion last week. They yeah. put Hattiesburg out last yeah. week. Yeah. So yeah. Let me ask you this, Van Will. Cleve, uh, that, you, you've mentioned se- you've mentioned several teams and that are undefeated. Is there more pressure on teams at the, at this point of the year who are undefeated as opposed to teams who go into these games and they've already suffered maybe a loss or two? Is that an, does that have any effect on games at this point of the season? You think? I think it does. You see a lot of times a team that is undefeated that hasn't had a close game all season. They've been blowing out people left and right, and they get into a game where it's a lot closer than normal going into the fourth quarter, and they panic. I mean, they're high school players. I mean, it's, it's natural. And so you'll have a team that, again, like Brandon did a couple weeks ago, they were undefeated, they were just rolling over everyone, and they got into a game against Oak Grove where it was really close in the fourth quarter, and they're on the road, and I'm not going to say they panicked, but they just weren't prepared for it. Whereas some teams that maybe have a loss or two here and there – They've been through it before. They know, look, mm-hmm. you know, hey, hey, our season is on the line, but look, we've been here before, and we know what to expect. Sometimes these teams that have these huge, these, uh, you know, under 12-0 and record, they go in there and they're, they're trying to be so perfect that they make mistakes, and you see it over and over in high school football. Not saying I'm, we're going to see it tonight, but, um, you know, in the rest of 5A, there's no other undefeated teams. Picayune's the only one left. You've got Callaway and Vicksburg. That's a, going to be a defensive struggle. That's another rematch. And then you've got Neshoba Central at West Point. Nobody's talking about West Point. They started the season yeah. 0-2. They've won nine straight. And they 
they ended uh, Neshoba Central season last year in this same game, so that's a, a fun one to watch. So, it, and then that's just that's just six A and five A. You also got four A, three A, two A. Yeah, the the four A through two A matchups are incredible as well. I mean, just look at some, I mean, look at Itawamba AHS at Houston. That is a game in the north part of the state. That's a monster game. Itawamba AHS is undefeated. They haven't really played any close games this year. Houston's only loss was to Amory uh, early in the season. They they had the best team in school history. They've been playing football since like 1930. This is the best team they've ever fielded at Houston, the Hilltoppers. There's uh, and, and look at some more of these cool uh, mascot. Of course, the Wesson Cobras taking on Raleigh tonight. Some games close to our listening area. Taylorsville is is Hamilton in the South? Taylorsville's on the road at Hamilton. Bay Springs is uh, is hosting West Lounge. Those are both one A's. Bay Springs trying uh, to hold on to that. Another one. This is in four A. You you better not underestimate Quitman at six and five. They talk take on Mendenhall, who I, I I'm hesitant to bring that up. They put Columbia out last week, but but yeah, I mean you look in some of these these uh, middle middle classifications. Will I mean it's just like you said, this is the best night of the year by far. The four A might be the best classification all around this year, just as far as the teams from top to bottom. Um, and you've got some teams like Wesson is not supposed to be here. Okay, Wesson. <laughs> Everybody wrote them off after at the first round. They said, oh, they'll lose to, I think it was Union that they played or somebody like that, and they're not supposed to be here. Well, they've survived, and their their reward for surviving is they've got to play Raleigh, a team that has their eyes on the state championship game. And then you've got a bunch yeah. of other really good games there. Um, it's just an incredible lineup. Real quick, 30 seconds left. Uh, state championship tomorrow night in private school. Southern Miss commit John White in MRA taking on prep. He's I think he's got to throw for like 70 yards, and he'll go over 30, or 3,000 for the year. Who you got in that one? I'm going to say MRA. Um, I'm going to say MRA. I really do think, of course, that's a that's a rematch, but MRA's just been the team all year long, and they've beaten teams like Raleigh that I mentioned a, a few moments ago. I, I just think that they're the team right now to win. The, of course, they beat Jackson Prep by like 10 points, 12 points, something like that a few weeks ago. So I, I'm going to go with MRA. All right, well, we appreciate your input uh, each and every Friday, and uh, we're, we're continuing to move toward these championship games at The Rock. We're going to suggest you come down that Friday and, and do the uh, do the show with us in the studio, Will. We'd like to have you down here. I'd love to do it. Will East, everybody, co-host of the Super Talk High School Scoreboard Show. That'll be on the air tonight at 10 o'clock. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the really – main reason we're here. Lori Watts from Marion County Development Partnership joins the Eagle Hour next. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, we want to thank Will East uh, for doing his Friday afternoon uh, high school uh, segment with us. Always appreciate that. 
Glad you're tuned in this afternoon, wherever you're at. You can, of course, hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast, as many, many people do. And where all does that look? I don't have it in front of me, so you know it by heart. The podcast. Oh, the podcast, yeah. <laughs> Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. There we go. Or you can tell Alexa. Just tell Alexa, but she won't listen to Kelly. Don't tell her you know Kelly. I don't blame her. Lori Watts is the president of the Marion County Development Partnership, and uh, she joins us now. And, Lori, first of all, I I would be remiss if I didn't thank you uh, for having us back down here. You and I were talking. We've been doing this now for a number of years, and it really is one of Super Talk's favorite events to do. And as Luke said, he got in the Christmas spirit driving into town. And as I told you, every time I see you, the Christmas spirit officially kicks in for me. Well, that's kind, Bob. I appreciate it very much. We certainly enjoy having y'all here. Uh, always love to see our friends from Super Talk uh, hit the town city limits so that we can yep. uh, we can enjoy the time with y'all. It's become a part of Christmas. It's kind of the kickoff <laughs> of the Christmas Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Okay, so it really, uh, Laurie, it kicks off really tomorrow. Ice skating starts downtown tomorrow. That's right. So the ice skating rink opens tomorrow. They, uh, We don't light the town until after Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> see, <laughs> see, there's some people. Like some, some people. House. Okay. But we do, uh, you know, the kiddos who are out from school next week, we like to give them the opportunity to come get some ice skating in if they want. So the ice skating rink does open tomorrow, even though the, the all the lights won't be turned on I'll tell you what, yet. I mean, it feels like Christmas this week. It yeah. feels. Keeping the rink frozen is not going to be as big a problem no. here for the next you, few Usually days, it's 84, right. 85 this week, so <laughs> right. it's nice to. Yeah, I think they were happy to see those low temperatures last night. All right, so ice skating starts tomorrow. Anybody can come, right? That's right. Okay. Tickets are available online. Uh, you can pre-buy your tickets at ecwinterwonderland.com. Uh, you can buy your tickets before you come, or you can get them once you're here. All right, then November 25th, you light downtown. The 20. 20- it's the Saturday. Correct? It's the 26th. Sixth? Okay. Yeah, I think it's the A week 26th. from Saturday. A week from Saturday. Okay, we okay. like the downtown Saturday night. A week from yeah. Saturday. And so what what is involved there? That, that, again, is something everybody can come downtown and enjoy. Exactly. Yes, that's the night that we first turn on all the lights, and uh, you're able to experience the synchronization of the lights and the music that happens, uh, mm-hmm. all of that uh, great spirit building um fun and then it's also the first night that we do the nativity presentation mm-hmm. that drama that happens on the rooftops and uh down main street it's really amazing that yeah. happens every they do that every night they do up? it every friday and saturday okay. night so um the only nights they don't they won't do it on our christmas parade night which is december 3rd because the christmas parade takes precedence there but um they open with it this saturday night Saturday night of the 26th, and then um, they'll have it every Friday and Saturday night up through uh, Christmas. That's I know you like the, the angels. That's when the angels appear. That's right. That's, that's right. when the angels yeah. appear. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, that you, you've got to come see that. December 3rd, Christmas Parade. Yes. Yes. Um, last year, we had tens of thousands of people who came to see our Christmas Parade. It was great. Uh, we had about 80 entries in it. We don't. Uh, we don't try to become the longest Christmas parade because 
80 entries is That's really <laughs> it uh it takes a while to roll through downtown but it is great the it's at night and the the entries the floats all decorate with lots of christmas lights that feed into the same spirit as all our other See, lights. That, that's, it's been a unique take on it because I live in Laurel, and Laurel was traditionally a Saturday morning Christmas parade. Sure. Last year, or two years ago, they moved it to Friday night. So, But it's, it, everybody just seems like, uh, I couldn't fathom in my mind a Christmas parade being at night. Like, no, nah, it's daytime. It's what I, but, I mean, the night, people love the night, and it's yeah. part of it's the lights, and so that Saturday night, you can kind of take in the whole experience, and the parade's like on top of everything That's else. right. That's right. So it's it's a great time. We we have MCs that sit on the large stage in the middle of Main Street and uh, uh, announce and talk about the different floats as they come by. So it's a, a little bit of our own Macy's experience. You yeah, know? because so, I yeah. was on the stage last year, but they heard if, if Santa would have come, they wouldn't have let us both back up there this year <laughs> right. because the foundation we couldn't have. The could, stage was cool. But the stage is incredible. I it mean, it, cool. it has a, a great, uh, cool. you know. All right. Now, you would present. think that'd be enough, Luke. You'd think by then they would have had enough, but no, no. December 31st, you're going to have a downtown New Year's Eve welcoming, and you're going to have Chapel Heart here performing. That's right. We're going to have the opening act is 98 West, which is a local band here that's getting a lot of play all around. They're really uh, great guys, and they are going to open up, and then Chapel Heart is the headliner that night. And then after Chapel Heart, uh, Don King... The DJ Don King is going to ring mm-hmm. in the new year following. The so this is like concert. just an old fashioned New Year's Eve party in downtown Columbia. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what? You know what the drugstores try to pull off in the fall. You know they jam all the holidays in at once. You right, know what I mean? Right. Columbia does that. That's what. That's what. <laughs> yes, Columbia does it, man. So when do you start working on all of this, Lori? Wow. So it really, you know, planning starts. Uh, we. We try to rest a little bit for a few weeks, but then planning starts right away again in February probably, and then the actual construction, Experience Columbia actually started with construction as early as August this year. Wow. All right, so you can't do something this big without the business community buying in. Am I right about that? That is absolutely true. The whole community has to buy in in order for it to work. Uh, we've had, we have private investment, we have the city that invests, but it also takes the businesses being open, uh, the businesses participating in presenting the, our hospitable spirit, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's beneficial to them as well. The mm-hmm. economic impact to our businesses has been, um, has been extreme. We've actually experienced a lot of growth of business in our downtown area. Lots of new businesses have opened since we mm-hmm. started this in 2018. I think we're up to about 20 new businesses in just our small downtown area since we started doing the Christmas lights. It's pretty remarkable. It is. It really is. So the genesis of this was what? Um, in 2017, we had a small... Um, sort of park set up on the very outskirts of really our main street district and and um that was uh visited by multiple people but it just sparked an idea that we could do something special in the downtown area and um 
Looks Great Services owner, Christian Agolia, um, who also has a Christmas decor uh, company, um, who moved here from New York several years ago, looked at our courthouse and said, you know, if we could light the courthouse, it would make such a centerpiece for the whole um, downtown area. And so it, he put together a team, and, and the community came together and just really made that first year happen. We didn't really know what it was going to, how it was going to turn out. I think the preparation for that particular year, um, they really didn't know until they turned on the lights and the music that very first night whether it was going to work even. Right, right. And, uh, <laughs> right. And boy, did it work. It's a lot and of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. And when the light, ha- when the courthouse lights came on, the entire crowd that was here just, you could hear the sigh of amazement that mm-hmm. uh, came from it really them. Is, yeah. It really is beautiful. And, uh, it was just an uplifting experience. And from that point, we were all sort of hooked. We've said, mm-hmm. we've got to do this every year. It's, it, we've got to make this happen. So. And now you may very well have the premier Christmas event in Mississippi? We like to think so. We like to think so. We believe that we do. And so uh, it was an award winner this year. It won the Mississippi Magazine Travel Award. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh, also won uh, Best of the Pine Belt uh, Christmas holiday event, I think. So it uh, we we believe it deserves some more awards uh, mm-hmm. because we do think it is really something special and unique. And Luke, the, the Friday and Saturday night presentation uh, of the nativity scene really refocuses everyone that's here on the real yeah that's exactly meaning, right meaning of christmas right. you got trees and ornaments and all that but that's not the reason we celebrate it you know this year right. christ came into this world so it's uh yeah so you can already right now i'm at experience columbia mississippi.com yes and i can click on ice skating already i can purchase tickets for the ice skating i can also Coming soon for some of these other attractions, but if you want to ice skate, you can go ahead and just click, and you can go ahead and get your ice skating. Have you? Do you ice skate? I've never ice skated. Do you ice skate, Lori? Not very often. I did take a little round on it the about uh-huh. the second year, uh-huh. but you know, I'm. Um, I just think it's probably better if I stay off scary, the ice. <laughs> scary Gary has not has not ice skated either, Bob. I I'm just surprised. Want to to oh wow! That. Yeah, I am I'm too. To he should that. do that. All right, Laura, you're going to stick around and do football picks with us. Well, I will. I will. And Scary Gary's going to sit in with us, and you're going to pick based on the font of the uniform. Well, it is one of the uh, criteria. Criteria. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back in Columbia, Mississippi, Eagle Hour on the road today. We're getting festive. Michael Mergens with the Christmas like. music going to the break. Good stuff. News and notes. Southern Miss ladies 
basketball at home tonight against North Alabama. That game on ESPN Plus. Lady Eagles looking to rebound after dropping a contest to Ole Miss earlier in the week. Men trying to stay perfect. They're on the road up at Liberty, Lynchburg, Virginia. 6 p.m. tip-off, and that is on ESPN Plus. So uh, Eagles taking on the Flames tonight and just kind of where they fit national national rankings. Liberty, I think 85th in net rankings, and Vanderbilt was 86. So Golden Eagles trying to take that uh, 3-0 and perfect record and keep it uh, perfect and go to 4-0 and on the night. Volleyball ends uh, a great season. They drop a 3-1 to contest in the second round of the Sunbelt Tournament yesterday. Coach Jenny Hazelwood finishes her first season at Southern Miss with the second most wins as a first-year head coach in program history. So ended too soon, but uh, congratulations to the Lady Eagles. They finished 18-11 and on the season. All right, time for the picks, Bob. Okay, we've got two really special guests. Lori's back with us. The one and only Scary Gary uh, is with us, too. And uh, Lori will be picking largely based on font. I'll go ahead and show you. Now, there's the font for South Alabama, Southern Miss's opponent. Okay. So she can, so so, can kind of analyze whether that settles. I mean, if, uh, yeah, she's going to be escorted off set if she picks that font <laughs> over the Golden Eagles. We'll just go ahead no. and, and get that Let's straight. Let's go. All right, Absolutely. here we go. Bunch of games tomorrow, of course. Uh, Coastal Carolina and Virginia canceled because of the uh, their horrific events up in Charlottesville. We won't pick that one, obviously. But uh, let's start it off. 11 a.m. tomorrow, Louisiana 5-5 five and five at Florida State in Tallahassee. Uh, Seminoles, a 24-point favorite. Scary Gary. You're good at picking losers. What you got? I'm going to – of course, the winner will probably be Florida, but I'm going to go with the homeboys from losing. Look at him. Oh, you told him, you right told him not out, to right do right it. out of the gate. Gary goes for the uh, – Well, the thing uh, is, I, I know a little bit about both of them. And there you go. Both of them are susceptible to a lose. So, I mean, you never know. Lori? Um, I'm going to go with Florida State that's with a, this one. That's yeah. an excellent uh, pick. Yeah. Safe pick. Quality I, analysis. That's the best pick, Florida. Florida State. Bob. Yeah, Florida State wins pretty easy. 1 p.m. ESPN Plus, Georgia State. Of course, we know what they're capable of. Four and six on the year. They go to Harrisonburg, Virginia, kind of the darling of the Sun Belt this year, James Madison. But they've showed a few... You know, chinks in the armor the last couple of weeks. They're six and three. James Madison, nine and a half point favorite. Uh, James Madison. Just they're the straight they're up. the Dukes. Okay, they're the Dukes, Lori. The, that's their uh, that's their mascot. mascot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I am at a disadvantage because I I'm not as familiar with the fonts of these particular yep, teams. Right. So and that is uh, very important. To it, is, it is. It is. But uh, I'm going to go with Georgia State here. Oh. After your analysis, I think I'm going to go that way. Well, watch them play against the Golden Eagles. They can score. I'm going to go with the Dukes, uh, seven and three. But this is to Lori's point. This is a game that can go either way. Well, Georgia State. Curb stomped my team right in front of me, so I guess I'll have to go with Georgia State. Yeah, one thirty ESPN Plus Old Dominion, who has given Coastal Carolina their only loss of the year. They're three and seven. They're in Boone against uh, Appalachian State. App State sixteen point favorite in this one, Gary. I, that's a toss up because I'm not familiar with either one of them. I'm have to say Appalachian. Now, Laura, let me tell you before you say anything. Uh, Old Dominion wears very pastel colors, baby blue. The Monarchs. The Monarchs is their nickname, if that gives you any indication. I'm going with Appalachian State. There we go. Yeah, Appalachian, black and gold in Boone. They'll defend it, yep. Coal Miner, Appsack. Monroe at Troy. Troy, a 15-point under, or a favorite, I should say. A Troy 8-2. Uh, they need this one to uh, to kind of get closer to clinching the West. 
I'm going to have to go with Louisiana boys. Just You stick with them Louisiana boys, don't you? Yeah, I just Always. Like that. He's a loyal man. That's just a southern. That's pretty tough, yeah. Lori? Troy. Troy. This is yeah. my upset special of the week because I've Terry Bowden is I've on the other side. I've been Troy before, and it's not an There's nothing there. <laughs> There's nothing there except Burger King. Chandler Rogers, former Southern Miss Eagle. This is your upset of the week, and it's going to be crazy while it's happening at the same time the Eagles play. Well, I hope you're right, but I've, I've seen Troy play, too. They're pretty good. All right, go quick on this one. Four o'clock, Arkansas State at Texas State, battle of the three and sevens. Texas State is six-point home favorite. Texas State. Yeah, very bland uniforms, I will tell you. Well, uh, I have a, a niece and, and family up in Arkansas, so I'm going with Arkansas. I'm going Arkansas State on the road. I like, I I'm like going Arkansas Arkansas State. State myself. Marshall at Georgia Southern. Marshall, four-and-a-half-point Road favorite. And who are they playing? Georgia Southern. Clay Helton, former USC coach. Marshall. Lori? Marshall. The Herd. We are Marshall. There we go. <laughs> Most important game tomorrow, 2.30 South Alabama at Southern Miss. USA, seven and a half point favorite. Southern. All right, now, Lori, you've seen the South Alabama uniform. I just showed it to you. I so. have, yes. And Southern spot is clearly Superior. There we go. There we go. You know, I, I've been telling you all week, my friend, I like the Golden Eagles in an upset. I will not be picking South Al in this one. I will be Don't picking South the Al. Southern Miss Golden yeah. Eagles. Laurie, thank you very much. Thank you, Bob. You're, you're it's officially pleasure. the first person on the show that's ever picked games by far. Yeah. By and far. some pretty good picks. And you're always welcome. I'm, I'm just a wag kind of guy. <laughs> all right. Glad to be down here. Uh, Rebecca Turner's show is next. Super Talk coverage continues here at the Marion County Development Partnership. Until we see you next time, Southern Miss. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Talk Mississippi Media Production.